Good day, good day, good day. This is another episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Summertime. <laughs> summertime, right? Summertime. Three days in, right? Or Tuesday. Oh, that's right, yeah. Tuesday was officially summer. Here we are, people. Yep. Hope you're enjoying it. Hope you're soaking in the rain. It's been a beautiful week. Do you have like a favorite thing to do in the summer, a favorite memory of things that you've done in the summer? Favorite memory? Well, I mean, it's going to the lake. Right. Uh, well, not Lake Erie. <laughs> I grew up in Akron, so we went to Silver Creek Lake, which is like a little metro park down in uh, Akron area. So we'd uh, take the water wings and you know go out and take the take the uh, the picnic picnic lunch. That's a memory. Um, Cedar Point, amusement parks, those kinds of things. Wow. Going there for the first time was was pretty incredible. Any summer memories for you? I worked. I've been 20 years at a day camp, and the kids pretty much grew up through day camp yeah. and then grew into counselors at the day camp, so we worked together. But I remember going in, my son was like a junior counselor, and I would count down the days. Well, there's like 60 days left, 59. He goes, why are you counting the days left? Mm. I said, because I know how fast they go by. We would make the joke of, God, I can't believe camp's over Right. You know, the first morning of camp because it would go by that fast. I know, um, right? And, I mean, we've had VBS this week, actually. And and it's yeah, just like it's already Lincoln. Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> so what was I, uh, what was uh, what was your favorite camp thing to do, like station or like for the day camp? I was at the lake a lot for canoeing, so I was a lifeguard slash canoe instructor slash nice. try to keep the kids from hooking themselves as they're oh, fishing. Like canoe. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, would they have canoe wars? Um. We tried to do safely Not done battering things. rams. Yeah, no. Um, Bumper boats. But, but we did swamp. Did you have to swamp as a Boy Scout? Your, swamp, no. You sink your canoe and then oh. put it over another canoe and get all the water out. And then you got to figure out how to... Yeah, and try to yeah. get back into it. Indeed. Yeah. If you have a kayak, you can just you can spin all the way around. Yeah, I like kayaks, but I... I'm, I'm better at sitting on top of them than sitting inside <laughs> Ideally, of them. Ideally, I want to be on top of the water uh-huh. and not underneath, <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> yeah, but if you do that, you got to have like a the skirt or whatever. It's like you wear you wear it on your waist and then it, it goes around the hole of the kayak. So. Kind of makes it waterproof. Right. It makes, <clears throat> it, makes, makes it waterproof. Yeah, and you have to have water deep enough that your head's not going to mm-hmm. scrape the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Ideal, ideal. Indeed. But yes, water things are usually good for summer. I um I had opportunity to try wakeboarding for the first time the other day. What is that? Wakeboarding. Uh, so it's basically uh, it's snowboarding for the water. <laughs> is it like um, a big snowboard? Uh, yeah. So it's so uh, you have a boat and um uh, some prisoners. Shout out to the the showers. I was really grateful to go out with them on Lake Erie. And so you have a boat. Uh, you have a a line, kind of like water skiing. Mm-hmm. And then it's a it's a snowboard, what you would imagine. So it's a board with two little place, you know, two little uh, boots for your feet. Uh-huh. So it's a matter of uh, the hardest part, like skiing, water skiing, is it's just getting out of the water. Once you're out of the water, then then you kind of you carve back and forth and and do things. But is it like the ski is? Like ninety degree angle to the water, or is it correct? So well, so this water? is the thing. So I, I tried seven or eight times. I did get up. I did get up on the water for a couple seconds. So for a first time, it wasn't bad. So you you start out. Uh, so the board would be parallel to the boat, uh-huh. right? So you have to start like that, and then the issue is so obviously the boat pulls you forward, and you're supposed to let the boat do the work, 
kind of point your toes so that the board yeah. kind of gets onto the surface of the water and then when you're on the surface you you turn so then like so I'm right-handed so my left foot would be forward so you're riding like a snowboard would ride okay wow so but it's on the water yeah i've only skied water skied several times and all they told me was keep your mouth shut. Oh, because <laughs> when you face plant when you going eat it. miles an hour. Because when you eat it, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. drink it. It was fun. Wonderful Lake Erie water. So, <laughs> you know, but it was fun. It was fun. It was uh, it was a good time. It was uh, the water was like 72. So it was the the first day of summer. It was 90 like 90 degrees outside. Wow. But yeah, summer things. That's, That's good. Cool. And any fun summer things yet? You know what? Got the garden in. My yard has been just like in overgrown. S- in stages of So we finally dis- got disrepair. it. Yeah. <laughs> By Father's Day, it was like beautiful. And all yeah. the, the um, daisies are coming out and the lilies are coming out. And it's just really gorgeous. We have these um, chipmunks mm-hmm. that dig holes in the garden. Mm-hmm. So I finally got this trap that's supposed to work. So I set the trap the night before, nothing. So I put it in the garden and I forgot about it. Well, while I was at work yesterday, there was a chipmunk in the trap mm. flopping around. And my granddaughter, <laughs> who's five, looked and said, God wouldn't want us to kill one of his creatures. What's, What's happening? <laughs> so we told her that we were just moving we're it to moving. the back of the yard. Right. So he could live back there with his family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's gone rogue. Did you name him Alvin? Oh, uh, we didn't name him, no. But then she was digging holes. <laughs> that would have made it worse. <laughs> she was digging holes in the garden for the chipmunks and their family, so oh, they had somewhere good. to live. Good. 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 <laughs> We're trying to get them away from the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I, I, used, I was walking outside uh, by the parish um, late last night because I saw from the rectory I left my office light on. So uh, I was like, okay. well, I'll just take a walk. But so there were some, some raccoons outside. Oh, yeah? So Big I was, ones? Uh, medium size, but I was hoping because we ha- we just have those we have the new on so on the doors on going to the office we have some handicap uh, accessibility you know oh, so it's yeah. it's the motor so I was, I was I was but it it stays open for a while so it's not like you can close the door right away so I was hoping <laughs> that the raccoons, raccoons didn't like come around the, like don't come into the building <laughs> oh that's pretty good so thankfully we didn't have any. Visitors. Uh, infestation. Because we've uh, had hit chipmunks in the church and bats in the church. Right. No raccoons, though. Hey. There's always a first. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, yeah. don't jinx us. So, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's good. One thing, uh, so, one thing I did last week, went to a concert at uh, the Beachland Ballroom. Ever, ever hear of that place? No, my friend used to play there. I heard it's a really cool venue, though. Really cool. And actually, it was the first time I've been there since, um, you know, since the pandemic and everything. Super cool. It's a little venue, pretty nationally known. It's right on the east side of Cleveland, um, off of. Uh, I'm gonna forget the name of it now. I don't know if it's 152nd, 180. Uh, Waterloo. Waterloo. Yeah, the Waterloo area. So, nice little venue. Uh, they updated the sound and everything. It was super awesome. But I saw this guy named uh, David Ramirez, and he plays. I don't know, like, country rock folk. Yeah, I was kinda, gonna say he kind of had a folkish sound. Yeah, he has a lot of softer songs, uh, some 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 more rocky songs. But he's from Texas, the great state of Texas, and he was up here playing a show uh, with just uh, it was just it was just a trio, him, a bassist, and a, and a drummer. It was really awesome. But one of the songs I want I'm gonna share one of the song in the the show notes. But there's one song he sings. Uh, it's called Time, 
Uh, he's not. He's not, so he's not a Christian artist. Uh, he definitely is coming from a Christian uh, background, right? He was. He was obviously raised Christian. He he kind of brings up just different things, but he's very much a storyteller. So he's telling stories about his 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 life, uh, about the hills and the valleys and, and everything. I think I tend to listen to a lot of. I do listen to a lot of Christian music, but. I do listen to a lot of music that just people telling stories, you mm-hmm. know, people speaking about their life and, and the things that they're going through. And uh, That's yeah. why I love country songs, just because it's their stories. Right, right, right. So there's this song called Time, and it's, it's kind of going to blend into what we want to talk about uh, today. So, so to say, it's, it's, it's kind of a scene of, um, of a guy who's just kind of going through life. Doesn't really seem to have much of a trajectory. So the... So the chorus of the time, uh, the chorus of the song is time, time, I got nothing but time, 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 I got I got nothing but time. Um, yeah, we, so we, we listened to the song right before right before the podcast. Anything anything strike you from the from the song? Yeah, I was thinking about my son's <clears throat> thought about summer, that it was just this large expanse of forever, you know, that it would never end. And then, as a dad who knew how limited summer was, it's really I knew he had to cherish think. every moment of every day because, in an instant, it would be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what this song brought me back to. That is, depending on where you are in the continuum of life, time has a lot of different meanings. Right. Yeah. I mean, and they say that. I mean, when they say that, and we experience it. You know, time just keeps going faster and faster. I mean, it nothing's changing, but our perspective of things mm-hmm. is just. I mean, life goes fast. I mean, it's a long thing when you're when you're young, but I mean, as we know, as we get older, I mean, I know just even just for me. I mean, I'm, I know I'm only thirty, but like just the years just keep going. It's already been three years I've been here at the parish, and it's just been it's been crazy. And and so we we find ourselves in in seasons uh, of life, right? So when we're growing up, when we're in school. When we're engaged, or you know, in seminary, you know, we're in kind of this discernment process. When we're finally in our vocation, living marriage, living priesthood, living religious life, you know, living in the world, and then childbearing years and all and all those things, and then and then post childbearing years and, and retirement, and you know, each each season of life kind of has kind of has its own flavor. And I, I was thinking about that, especially like since our kids. Um, two out of our three have children that are like between five and eight years old or really like two and eight years old. Um, I thought about how did I trust God as a teenager? You know, like I thought about I went to the seminary for five years and then decided not to move on to the priesthood but then move into the deacon role. Um, Or that the fear of the new job you know, you just get your first new job that's a big one. Yeah, and you're kind of nervous. College. and You know, will God take care of me? Will I have enough money? Um, or you get married, or in your case, being ordained. Yeah. How do I trust God that... In this season of life. God will take care of me and give me what I need to, to be for my family or for the parish. Mm-hmm. Um, or new babies. Every parent goes the first night alone with this child at home. Mm-hmm. When the mother goes home or the mother-in-law goes home and it's like me and this baby and there's no book, there's no YouTube. It's just, let's figure it out and trust God it's going to work. Figure it out, right. Or when was the moment when you knew you were an adult? 
Have you crossed that bridge yet? <laughs> Indeed. When did I... <clears throat> um, I think... Well, I, I, I think being ordained and kind of finally stepping into, okay, this is what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, I suppose, um, in the sense of I knew I'm not just living for myself now, but I'm, I'm living for somebody else. Mm-hmm. That, uh, I think probably that was a moment, but I also think like my 30th birthday, <laughs> that was kind of I mean, just is a moment Is 30 the of, big number now? I don't know. I mean, I think, well, I think the issue is, well, I think the issue is that some people are embracing adulthood and some are not. Oh, that's true. I mean, I mean, I think maybe with this, with this, with this song, it kind of, it kind of shows us a posture of, uh, and and we'll put all the again, I'll put the 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 song and the lyrics, you know, in the show notes and everything. Uh, but it's just this guy who's, you know, he's going along with life. He, his friends around him are, you know, married, having kids. And he's just sitting, you know, sitting at the bar having a beer. You know, just his friends not not calling him. So well, I'm just gonna drive to Houston now and just gonna hear and you know, I got time, I got time. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, there's there's no real trajectory, you know, to his life. It doesn't seem to be like purpose. I saw that with, with my with his kids life. growing up. And that's and I don't remember it so much with me because I was in the middle of it. But I remember when my kids either had married or have their first child or the first real job. Right. And their other friends would call and say, oh, "We're going out to the bar. It's like eleven o'clock when all the college kids goes out." Right. You know? Right. Um, when you going, start no. partying yeah. at 11. Now it's, leave like, the house now it's like 10 o'clock. <laughs> it's like, oh! <clears throat> and it's like, no, man, I can't because like, i got to be at work it's and stuff. I have to be on. Yeah. i got my kids. I'm going to wake up at 6 in the morning. Right. So um, right. that does. It changes that whole... Mm. It's not just about me anymore. It's about this person or people that I love. Yeah. And I think... Uh, so I think this song uh, kind of brings out... Just a, a distinction between existing and, and living. Yeah, that's good. Right. So existing and living. So what does that mean? You know, to exist means like we're kind of here. We're doing. Obviously, we're alive. <laughs> we're thinking. <laughs> we're, we're we're thinking. We're breathing. We're we're doing things. We might, we you might have a job. We might do, whichever. But I think to exist means just kind of just to live, but necessarily not with, I don't know, any purpose or any intentional kind of way. That we're kind of just here, we're kind of just doing this, and um, you know, we might fill our life with something that might make us feel good or you know, makes us happy, you know, for this moment. You know, YOLO, right? That's a big, a big, a big thing the kids have said in the past. Is you know, you only, like, you uh, only live once. Oh. Which that we could have a whole podcast on that, but yeah. that's said to justify like, let's do the most fun thing right in this moment. You know, whether whether you know it's a good thing or not, or is make, it, it is makes that like sense FOMO? or not. Uh, well, FOMO is uh, the fear of missing out, which is another way to kind of justify like, oh, I need to do this. You know, I need to be out with my... So fear of missing out would be like, my friends are doing something. Me sitting at home with my kids, I'm I'm, I'm missing out on, uh, on, okay. on something that's really happening. When the truth is, okay, yeah, there's something happening there. But the reality is like being a mother, being a father, taking care of a child, you know, helping them to, to grow, like... There's something really happening there. Yeah. I mean, in truth. So you're really not missing out on something. But, yeah, so it's kind of all those things. But I think to exist means kind of just to be in the world and not really have a plan. Just kind of be, I don't know, just kind of just going through life. But to live means to have a sense of purpose, means to, to, be, to have a sense of commitment, to have a sense of, I mean, as Christians, we would call it vocation. That we're living for God and for others in a very intentional way, either as uh, a married person, either as a priest, either as religious, uh, or you know, uh, a single person, you know, really intentionally living within, 
within the church and in their life. So I think, yeah, living is what we're called to. And, and really living, even though it calls us out of ourselves, helps us to be alive. And I think somewhere along this line, sacrifice comes in there. Right, and that's you the know my thing. choice to sacrifice the fear of missing out <clears throat> to develop my relationship with my kids or with my wife or with the parishioners. Yeah, um, or to God in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, like taking time on Sundays. You know, to to not be a part of this sports thing or not to be kind of doing this or that. All good things. Mm-hmm. But you know, the reality is, you know, giving God time in worship. You know, is is just as important for us than, than anything else. I think that's probably one of those thresholds of adulthood is right. um, and you see this in two year olds, I want it now, you know, and they stamp their feet and they carry on. And sometimes I think the transition from young adulthood into adulthood mm-hmm. is I'm not gonna stamp my feet and I'm gonna just make the sacrifice for the people I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. I think it's ultimately. I mean, it's a movement from away from from narcissism mm-hmm. and towards selflessness mm-hmm. and, and and humility, right? And yeah, I mean, I mean, the reality is, kids are good, but they're the kids are the biggest self centered <laughs> kind of you know people, I mean, especially when they're young. You know, like, because and that's I mean, psychology has kind of told us that like the the growth of uh, the growth of life means like oh, I'm not the only person that exists in the world. There are other people. And we hope that by the time you're 20 or 30, you Correct. reach that And the, the ideal and the goal will be that, right, we receive Doesn't that. always work that way. We receive that deeply into <clears throat> inside of us and we live that right as we grow up. Um, right. And to say, like, there's a difference between growing up and simply getting older. Yeah. Some people get older and some people grow up. And so this is kind of what we wanted to focus on today. You know, it's just like this reality of, of, of growing up that... It's not really an optional thing. I think it's important for us as human beings because we're we're walking miracles, meaning that we've been given a soul, we've been given a mind, we've been given a heart, we've been given great things. And these capacities we have to to think and to choose uh, could be used for great things. And and to use those for others ultimately means to live. and, and, And so if we're open to growth in whatever season of life we're in, you know, that's going to help us to live versus um, versus simply just kind of, I don't know, not really using our gifts as they could be. You know, it doesn't bring the most out of life. Right. And I think trusting God at each stage. So I knew when we got married, it was like, oh, my God, and like, how are we going to do this? We, right. We're not making any money. And then we had kids. It's like, oh, my God, how are we going to do this? We don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And now as someone who's looking down the road at retirement, hopefully in 20 years. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it'll, be, it'll probably be sooner probably, than that. Probably, but, probably. Um, it, might, it, might, it might feel like 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, uh, like, how are we going to afford this? It's that same, do my, am I trusting God at whatever stage I'm in? Because I don't have what I think I need, but I know God has what God knows that I need. Right. So. Right. And that's, and that's where, it's not that we aren't ever without anxieties or questions, but I mean, as we grow in faith, what trust looks like changes too. Mm-hmm. That maybe what un- unsettled us before, maybe doesn't unsettle us quite in the same way. You know, as we are, are a people of prayer, as we are really bringing our hearts to God about, about things. I know just uh, we were at Niagara Falls the other day with the eighth graders and 
Uh, long story short, I, I thought I lost my glasses, <laughs> you know, as we were along the, the boardwalk and everything. Because I had them in my pocket. Over the edge. <laughs> no, yeah, anyway. I, so I thought I lost them. Um, but, you know, it's like I wasn't freaked out in that moment. So so thankfully, I, I, I don't need my glasses for, like, I don't really need them. Like, it, it, it's more clarifying things kind of mm-hmm. out in the distance. So I, it's not like it wasn't a safety safety concern for me. I could still th- see things. It was more like, you know, standard versus <laughs> HD. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I wasn't freaked out in that moment. I just had a sense like, you know what? It's it's going to be okay. Like, God's going to provide for me. And, and lo and behold, found them, you know, someone picked them up. And I, I went back. Oh, so you actually did lose them. Yeah, I did actually lose them. Um, and someone had picked them. I went back and looked, but then someone had picked them up. Okay. And then they just happened to... We were in this tunnel, going up the elevator, back back up to the top of the falls and everything. And uh, I don't know, but it was just a grace of not being freaked out when I could have easily maybe like lost my marbles, you know, before. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh my gosh, those are my glasses, they're the only pair I have, you know, I'm going to get new ones now, you know, I don't know. And I think those freak out moments are, are when God calls us to... Well, we're sitting underneath the picture of Divine Mercy. Divine Mercy, right. Um, which is now on the wall. It's got to be like a four by six picture. It's huge. And the line says, Jesus, I trust in you. You right. know that. Somewhere along the line, we give up our freak out moments and trust that God's going to be there. Right. And God's going to make it work. Even if it's got to be a blurry mm-hmm. next week until our glasses get fixed. But Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think... I'm kind of tying this all together somewhat. Um, I think we're all in different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And wherever you are, wherever you're at is okay. Um, we can only be where we're at, right? In our level of maturity and our, in our, in our, our, our level of faith, you know, that we have our relationship with God. Where we are is where we're at, and that's okay. At the same time, we're all called to growth. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the next step? What's the next thing that I have to do to grow in maturity? Um, where maybe I'm being to 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 evaluate. Well, maybe I'm not really living well here. Maybe I maybe I'm being a little selfish here. Maybe I could love a little better here, right? Simply to to just notice those things and bring them before God. It's not like we have to fix ourselves. That's not Christianity, mm-hmm. right? That we we simply bring those things before God and and help Him uh, and, and ask Him to walk with us in these places. And I think that's where our growth as humans and our growth as, as Christians, if that could be, I mean, I think they're, I mean, obviously they're the same, but, mm-hmm. but that we're always growing and that, and that growing is good and it's going to lead us to be who we truly are. And I think too, to be gentle with yourself and with others. Right. So like I'm at the farther end of the spectrum, I'm 65, you're 30. We have two different perspectives, but when it comes to trusting God and taking the next step out in faith, we're all the same. You know, it's still that. Do I, can I trust God, and can I take the step out and know it's going to be okay? Right. Um, no matter how old we are. Right. And if we are patient with ourselves and with each other, I think that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Being patient where people are at. Like, I mean, it, it could be easy to be like, I think both maybe two things. A little sad, you know, so with the song. The guy in the song who's just singing about, oh, all I got is time, I'm just kind of just live my life here. And, you know, there's going to be two reactions, kind of like, first, sadness, because you know that, like, there's there's so much more he could be experiencing. Um, but then also frustration, too, <laughs> like, you know, the, the parent of this guy, right? Like, you just want to say, like, come on, wake up, start doing things. Um, 
you know, so it could be it could be both of those reactions, but the, the truth is in between where you care for someone, but you also yearn for more for them. And so, you know, walking with them, understanding that you have your own things, <laughs> you, you, you've grown in your own ways and it's taken you how long to get to the point you've gotten to. I think that helps you to be gentle with people with where they're at. Mm-hmm. And I think there also with this song is he's got nothing but time, but he forgets that there's a finite number of moments. And what I like about this song is there's this constant, almost clock ticking in the, in background, the background. Like a digital clock. Um, which is really cool that, you know, sooner or later that clock stops or it's going to run out. So how am I using that time? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good song. Yeah, so I just kind of had it on my mind this morning as we were thinking about what to what to chat about, and um, yeah, it's good. So thank you, David David Ramirez, uh, for your music and and for your life and all of our prayers uh, for you. Maybe I'll, oh, maybe yeah. I'll send this on to him. I was gonna say, like, how do you tag him? Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know it was actually it was actually amazing. I uh, I wrote him a letter. Uh, I wrote him an email. Did after, you? after the show? I sent it to his management manager guy. Uh, he actually uh, he actually posted part of the part of the email on his Facebook. Wow, good. Yeah, he was like he was just very moved by just just a note. You know, I was just thanking yeah. him thanking him for the show. I was, I heard his, a lot of his songs a lot before, and just he played them differently. And just he's just a very uh, intentional and passionate singer mm-hmm. and, and and artist. So yeah, so who knows? Thank people. You know, really write them yeah. a note. You don't know what uh, you don't what don't know what it can do in their lives either. So. Very cool. All right. Well, this was fun. So enjoy the rest of the summer. Yeah. One day at a time. We'll keep trucking through summer. And uh, yeah, and we'll throw up a little prayer before we go. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise uh, for the gift of this day. Thanks and praise for the gift uh, of our lives, of the journey that you have invited us to. We ask you to open up our minds and our hearts today, that we may be open to, to growth. We'd be open to maturity. We'd be open to relationship uh, with you no matter where we find ourselves. You thanks for all those who have been in our life to help to, to help us to grow, that help to push us, that have helped to, to love us uh, to the, into the next stage, that have been with us uh, through difficult times. We ask you to be with us. We give you thanks for all you've, all you've done and all you continue to do in our lives. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Have a have a great day. Go listen to some music. Go play outside. Go for a swim. Go chase down chipmunks. Chase down chipmunks <laughs> and raccoons and whatever you find. You know, go have an adventure. It's it's summer. Yeah. So, all righty. All right, Adios. Have a great day. God bless. Mm-hmm.